Okay, Bokatov, today's daf is daf Pei Gimel in Sachman. We learned for a four slam of Fatova Miriam Bastvara Mindel. <clears throat> now, today we're starting with the Mishnah on Pei Gimel. Says the Mishnah, We know the Pasuk says you're not allowed to break the bone of a carbon Pesach. When you eat the carbon Pesach, you're not allowed to break the bones. So, Pasuk says, you're not allowed to break it. So, what happens with the bones? You can't break it. You can eat the meat that's on the bones. What about the marrow that's inside the bones? That's also a meat. So, what do you do with that? So, <clears throat> we have this problem. So, what do you do with the bones? The tendons. We'll see the tendons. We're talking about most of the tendons are edible food. Most of them are. So why isn't it meat? Okay, we'll see which Gideon we're referring to over here. The Hanosar, Nosar is if you left over some of the meat, you're not supposed to. You're supposed to eat it all up. But let's say you couldn't. For whatever reason, you couldn't eat up all the meat. And the next morning, it's already Nosar. We've learned that, you know, you're supposed to eat the carbon Pesach by midnight. It's Machlokas, whether it's the Oraisa or Drabana, or whether you really eat till the morning. But just we do until midnight as a Harchaka, that you shouldn't come to be over and eat it. Um, in the morning after daybreak, but either way, certainly by daybreak, it's no sir. So what do you do with these things? You got to burn them on the 16th, which of course is the first day of Chalamoid. We don't burn them on Yantif because we don't burn, uh, we don't burn Kachim on Yantif, Kachim that are puzzled, we don't burn on Yantif, from Kachim be Yantif. So we wait till the 16th, Chal Tesayin Lios B'Shabbos, even though on our calendars we have a kav lo badu Pesach, Pesach cannot start on a Monday, Wednesday, or Friday, and therefore the 16th can't really come out on Shabbos, but if it were to come out on Shabbos, you resign, you wait till the next day, you burn on Chalamoy, right? Because uh, you can't burn on Shabbos for sure. Because burning, burning kachim does not, uh, does not override Shabbos or Yontif. When it comes to burning any kachim, we don't burn kachim on Shabbos or Yontif. The carbon itself, the avoda, is docha Shabbos and Yontif if it has to be. But, for example, let's say you have a carbon on Friday, you don't burn the emurim on Friday night, even though normally you could burn the emurim the whole night after the carbon, but not, on, not if it's Shabbos or Yontif. But bar, the main issue that we're discussing, we'll talk, to, we'll talk about burning Yontif at the end of the dot, but on Atzamas Gidden and Nosar, it's like these things have to be burned on the 16th, like, as if to say that there is no choice. What do you do with the bones or the tendons? Which tendons are we speaking about? We'll talk about that. Or the nosar, these lechachil have to be burnt on the 16th because uh, they're, like, they're like doomed. In other words, you can't eat them. You can't eat the bones because you can't break them, right? And the tendons, we're also speaking about tendons which can't be eaten because if they could be eaten, they're like food, they're like meat. So we're talking about the ones that can't be eaten. And of course, nosar, if it happened to be left over, so these have to be burnt lechachil on after Yontav on the 16th, the first day of Cholomai. Amarab mori baravuam of Yisar. Atzamos kachim shishimshu nosar. Nosar is a bad thing. You're not supposed to leave over carbon until the next day. If you eat it, you're chay of karas. In case of, uh, of uh, shlomim and a bachor and a maser, you could eat it for two days and a night. But whenever it's left over beyond its time limit, it's nosar. Nosar is osar. The rabbi said nosar is osar. Because nosar is osar and you're chay of karas, if you eat it, you shouldn't touch it either. Because if you touch it, your hands are tomate. Midorab And Rabbi Yitzchak says, says the name of Yitzchak, that even the bones that served as a base for the nosar, meaning the marrow inside, or that we'll talk about uh, tomorrow's stuff about any meat around that, 
that's that that served for no served as a base for no sermon So you know what? The bones also are tame because they served nosar. Nosar is tame. It's tame derabonan at least. It's also to eat mitar rice. It's tame derabonan. And the rabbi said the rabbis extended that prohibition that it's tame your hands and it's to keep. We don't want nosar around. Don't you shouldn't have nosar. You should. So the rabbis discourage you from having it. I said, you know what? It's it's matami your hands too. Even the bones that served as a base for the for the nosar are also matami them. Whole since they became a base, they served something which is also which is nosar. So that's what Rivi Yitzchak says. Name Messiah. Let's bring it from our Mishnah. You burn them on the 16th of Nisan. What kind of bones are we speaking about? If they have no marrow inside, they're just plain bones. Bones is like wood. It doesn't do anything, right? Why do you have to burn them? What do you have to burn the bones? It's the bones you have to burn. Why do you have to burn the bones? Throw them out. Just dump them. Dump them. There's, it's, it's garbage. You know, it's like hide. It's nothing. It doesn't mean anything. It's like wood. We're talking about bones that have marrow inside. If they have marrow inside and you can't break the bones to eat the bones on Leila Seder, so there's nothing you could do except the, so the, the, the marrow inside automatically becomes nosar the next morning, and then you have to burn it. If you say that serving nosar as a base for nosar is a substantial factor, it's, a, it's an issue. Oh, I'm too by straight. I understand. Why do you have to burn the bones? Why do you have to burn the bones? Why don't you just break them open? And burn the marrow inside. Why do you have to break the bone? Why do you have to burn the bones? Ah, oh, you know why? Because serving as a base for the marrow makes them chashiv, makes them substantial. So I understand why it says you have to burn the bones because they served as a base for something which is also, and therefore they're, that, that, that's, that's a substantial factor. That's why Rabbi Yitzchak says that they're matami your hands, and that's why you have to burn them. If it's serving as doesn't do anything, why do you have to burn them? Break the bones open now. You're not supposed to break them open on Leil Seder, but break them now that it's no sir. Break the bones open, and empty out the marrow. Right? You have to empty out the marrow, and this way you have to burn the moch, because that's meat, that's no sir. And throughout the bones, what's your problem? Now there's a whole question, they say over here, does that mean that the bones, some of Arshim say, you see from here, that the bones don't absorb the meat. They don't absorb, but that goes against logic, and it goes against most rabbis. In other words, we all know you know, some of us uh, who grew up, I guess, in Polish homes like nothing better than to suck on those bones, right? We like to squeeze out the, the marach, as we call it, right? You just like to squeeze them out, especially when they're in soup and stuff like when they're soft, they're delicious, right? So we know the bones absorb something there. So Einachanami, and so how can you just throw out the bones if they absorb some of the meat? Einachanami, you'd have to do agola. You'd have to get rid of them. But why? what's the big issue about burning? So burn them anyway, like, because it's a big thing. If you've got a lot of bones over there, you need a lot of wood. It's a big, it's a big, uh, big job to burn them all, you know, to burn them all. You don't want to waste the wood. You don't want to waste the fuel. So he's saying like this, uh, it, it, again, if, if it has no marrow in these bones, these bones are empty, you know, you, 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 you x-rayed them. There's nothing inside, so just throw them out. And if they have, if they have, uh, if they have marrow inside, uh, right, that makes sense, right, that they, mu- they must have marrow, and that's why we say that you have to burn them. So, but if you say that serving, them, serving the, uh, uh, the, the nosar doesn't do anything, serving as a base does not make it choshev, so then what do, you have to, what do you have to burn the bones? Just empty out the bones, break the bones open, empty out the marrow, get it all out, and throw out the bones. So it must be that just serving as a base makes them chashiv, makes the bones chashiv to the sense that they're like no sir and they have to be burnt. 
And it's not enough just to get rid of the bones. Of course, you have to get the marrow out of the bones. And that has to be burned, because that's real nosar. But why do you have to burn the bones unless you say that, it's, that, that shimush nosar is, makes it substantial, makes it an important factor? And that's a proof to Rabbi Yitzchak. No, it doesn't mean anything. Serving the nosa doesn't do, doesn't prove anything. Rabbi Yitzchak may be right. Maybe he made us such a made this such a takana that the rabbi said that it's matami your hands. But it doesn't mean necessarily. You can't see that from proof from our mission. Why? Because the pasuk says you can't break the bones. Right? The pasuk says when you eat the carbon pesach. Uh, so you know what he says there? Even if it's puzzle, even after the bones have now have become a house for uh, the Nosar, you still can't break them. Not only can you not break them Leila Seder when you're eating the carbon Pesach, you can't break them afterwards either. That's why you have to burn the bones. Not because the bones are chashiv unto themselves, that they're substantial, that they're an important factor. You have to burn the bones because they contain the meat and you can't break the bones. You can't break the bones. I feel the puzzle. Even if it's now puzzle, it's no sir. You still can't break the bones even after the fact, the next day after, after the Sayyid of Atanan. We're going to see in the next, in the next uh, tomorrow's daf, Atan Avalamosibatar. If you left something over of, car, of, of carbon Pesach, Mosa, you made it, you left it over, it's no, sir. The Hashover Betame. Now, why isn't, why isn't, you, you don't get, there it's talking about you don't get Malchus. You don't get Malchus for no, sir, because it's a Lavshinitically essay. You burn it, right? The Pusik says you shouldn't leave it over till the next day. Lo so siru mi menuat boker, va no mi menuat boker, ba eshtis rofu. You got to burn the next day, so it's a Lavshinitically essay. The Hashover Betame. Or if you break a bones of Tame, in other words, if the carbon is tummy, it's puzzle anyway, um, you know what? You don't get malchus for it if you broke the bone. So what do you see? Once the bone is, is not good anymore, it's, uh, it's, it's useless, it's tummy, or it's uh, presumably it's nosar, um, you don't get malchus for that, so you can break the bones. So what do you say? Oh, you can't, the reason you can't break the, the reason you have to burn the bones is because it's got marrow inside, and you can't break the bones even the next day. This is lokasha. When he says over there that if the shovel tummy means that that you don't get malchus, that's when it never it was never good. Meaning it became tummy before the zrika. Rashi says five lines into the wide lines. In other words, if the carbon became possible before you even did the zrika, you never really completed the avoda properly. Then it's not a kosher carbon pesach. Then we say that what that uh, that there's no. You don't get malchus if you broke the bones because the carbon was never kosher. But if it was kosher and it became tome afterwards, I could go no sir. In other words, it was originally okay, but now it became no. So the next day, then there is an iser of breaking the bones. Who's the author of this idea that there's a difference? If it had a shasa kosher, you can't break the bones even the next day. Because it was a good carbon, even though now it's no certs, you can't do anything, you can't eat it the next day, but you still can't break the bones. Versus when it was puzzle originally, Rabbi Yaakov goes to Gravit the Tanya, the Pusik says you can't, shouldn't break the bones. Bo, the carbon that's good, don't, don't, don't break the bones of that one, the good one, but not a puzzle. There's no way to the puzzle. So that's what the Tanakhama says. Rabbi Yaakov. And we we'll see Rabbi Yaakov and Rabbi Shimon disagree in how to understand the Tanakama. Rabbi Yaakov, 
If it was originally okay, then if so, it became tum, it became pustle afterwards, like in Osir. In other words, it's an instant to break the bones the next day. If it was never a good carbon, for example, came tummy, knit uh, that became tummy before the week is done. became possible before then. There's no isra of shvirus etzim. Rab Shimon Omer echazev echazev. Ain bal b'shem shvirus etzim. Shimon says no. There's no isra at all. It's only it's the only isra is on a good carbon. And the next day, if it became possible for whatever reason, possible before, possible afterwards. There's no isra of etzim l'sish brubo. But Rab Yaakov says that there is. So here we're saying like this: this carbon was a good carbon, except some of it was left over to the next day. So the part that was left over for the next day is no sir, including the marrow that's in the bones. So he says, you know why you have to, you know why the mission says bones have to be burnt? Why do you have to burn them? Just throw them out because they got marrow inside and there's no way to get the marrow out without breaking the bones and you can't break the bones. That's how he went to that shot in the Mishnah. So Rabbi Yitzhak still said his argument. He said that's, that uh, atzamos that served our, uh, that served no sir, or metami your hands, mitarabonan, but we can't prove it from our Mishnah. Can we see something from another proof, though? Mace, we're asking a kasha from another case. Call it some as a kachim. Bones of all kachim, not carbon pesach. Other kachim. What's the deal with the bones? Call it some as a kachim. Ain't tun and sreif. It don't have to be burnt. They don't have to be burnt. Why? What do you mean? There might be there might be marrow inside, right? Why don't it have to be burnt? We'll see. Call it some as a kachim. Ain't tun and sreifa. Except for the bones of the Pesach, because of the Takola, because by the bones of a carbon Pesach, you can't break the bone. So inevitably, there's marrow inside. So you must always burn the bones, because there's always going to be marrow left inside, which you can't obtain. You can't break the bones to get into the marrow. So you're always going to have no sir, right? And in regular carbon, you can say you can eat everything up, break the bones, eat it, you know, eat it till there's nothing left, you know, there's nothing left there, right? But a carbon Pesach, you can't eat what's inside the bones, so you always have to, uh, you always have to burn the bones. It inevitably becomes those, and you have to eat it. What kind of bones are we speaking about that we say the Atzamas of Kachim, the bones of Kachim don't need to be burnt, and those of Pesach do? If they have no marrow, why do you have to burn the ones of carbon Pesach? Again, if they're empty, there are bones. I mean, I don't know how many bones are there in the body, hundreds of uh, bones in the body. There are some small bones, probably have no marrow. They don't have to be burnt. We're talking about bones that have marrow. If serving as a base for the Nosar makes it substantial, makes the bones chashev, so why don't they, why don't the bones of the kachim also need shreifa. Why do you say here, the bones of regular kachim, carbon pesach we understand because there has to be, there's marrow inside for sure and you have to burn them. And you have to, it becomes nosar. But if you say serving as nosar, uh, serving as the bones serving as a base for the nosar makes them chashiv, so what the atzamas of kachim also should be burnt. Why don't they need to be burnt? So, and therefore, it's a proof against Rav Yitzchak, is mashma that the bones, serving the bones doesn't. The reason why the bones of carbon Pesach have to be burnt is because you have to burn the marrow. There's no other way to burn them. You have to get, not because the bones, you're burning them because there's no way to break them open. You're not allowed to break them open and you got to burn the marrow. But, but, but Kachim, uh, but, but Kachim, we say you don't have to burn those bones, right? Why not? If they serve, if you're saying that serving as a base for the nosar, whatever's left over, you have kachim that are left over. The bones there also serve as as a base. They should also be burned. If you're saying that, if Rabbi Yitzchak is correct, no, no, no. We're not talking about bones that were sealed up, that closed up bones. We're talking about bones that you found. You found these bones that were already emptied out. You have bones of kachim 
bones of Kachim are saying now, it could be the bones of Kachim that have that are closed, closed bones. You have a big bone, there's marrow inside. That has to be burned too. Uh, because it, it's no sar, if you let, if even of, of any carbon, not just of carbon pesach. But here we're speaking about where the bones were broken open and emptied out. So at some kachim dein bimshim shir satsim by some of regular kachim, other kachim other than pesach. There's no problem with breaking the bones. You can eat them any way you want. Break the bones. So we assume kami denavu no sar We assume that you know the kohenim or whoever's eating it, if it's a, a, a kachim kalm eaten by the balam. Nobody wants to have no, sir. That's a problem eating curry, chayv karis, etc. So you eat eat the whole thing. Boys, eat it all up, right? You got some bones, break the bones open, eat the marrow. We don't want the marrow to turn to no, sir. So here when you found broken bones, you assume the marrow was taken out when it was still muttered eat and there was no no, sir, there. So you don't have to burn those bones. So at some discussion, David Shem Shavir said, there's no isser of burning, of breaking break bones of other kachim. So before the Tanosra they were emptied out. Well, Abishi Mishal said they never served these bones, never served this house. Again, we're trying to defend Rabbi Yitzhak's opinion. He says that bones that served as a base for Nosar, because they served as a base for something else, they are also tame if you touch them. Because because that's a that's a substantial thing. Why over here by these bones, Kalsam's Kachim don't need to be burnt? Not because they didn't serve at, not not because we don't hold like Rabbi Yitzchak, but rather because they never served as a base for Nosa, because we could assume by regular kachim, you probably broke the bones over when you were allowed to eat the meat before it became Nosa. The first day, or by Shlom, the second day, you broke them open before, because you're allowed to break those bones. But at Samos Pesach, Pesach, we have the same problem. Pesach, we mentioned before, you can't break those bones. So we assume, assume that they emptied them out afterwards. Even though you, according to according to Rabbi Yaakov, you're not allowed to break them afterwards either. But the assumption is, is that they were broken afterwards because you certainly can't break them in Leilas either. So therefore, we're talking here when you found broken open bones, and therefore that's how that's how Rav Yitzchak will explain this case. It's not necessarily the other way, but that's how he'll explain it. That yes, bones that serve nosar are tame, and that's a problem. That's a substantial thing. Over here, though, we can assume by Atzamas Kachim that you found broken. You assume that they never served no, sir, because they were broken open when you were allowed to eat them. But carbon Pesach, where you're not allowed to break the bones, we assume that they were only broken open afterwards. And therefore, it was, it was afterwards, they only were broken open the next day after the marrow inside was already no, sir. And therefore, they need to be burnt because they served as a base for the Nosar. That's how Rav Nachman and Rav Yitzchak will explain it. Rav Zvitz says a little bit differently, it's like when you found the bones that we're talking about, or the bones of Kachim or bones of carbon Pesach, you found them in piles, some of them on the top were already emptied out. And the question is, do you have to search all of them to see if there's any marrow in the rest of the bones? Because this is a double portion that marrow in the bones is meat, and therefore it becomes Nosar whether it's Kachim or, or carbon Pesach. But here we're talking about where you found a pile of bones of Kachim, and some of them were broken open at the top. Some of them, so at some is Kachim, at some is Kachim, where there's no issue of breaking the bones when you were allowed to eat them. In. So we assume that they were all broken open. You don't have to go search down and make sure that they're all broken open. As if your top ones are broken open, you don't have to burn those. Why? Because I, maybe there's some at the bottom that weren't broken open and there's some marrow inside. You can assume if the top ones were broken, the bottom ones were broken also and, 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 and taken out. If the Yisra isn't as bad, it's only a Suffolk and it's only a Drabonam. So, below boy, Shreifa. Right? Right? Because there's a good chance that they were broken open before and therefore we're not worried about it. If, if the ones at the top are broken open, you can assume the bottom ones too. 
So the aim of Mishum Shmuel is that Mekula v'chalsu v'achul he ate the marrow before v'lo boy sreifa at samas haPesach the yesh ben Mishum Shmuel it's something where there's an issue you can't break the bones of Karm Pesach. So and even if you found some on the top that were that were emptied out the, the bones were broken and the marrow was emptied out still mahani l'chatsinu maybe those were removed ulanach lo because you're really not allowed to break them open. Right, according to Rabbi Yaakov, you're not to break them open even the next day. So you found some were broken open. You don't know if they were all broken open because it's really also to break any of them. So if some were broken open, fine. But you still have to check with boys Rafa, you have to check, you have to burn the whole pile because there's unless you went through all of them, you found them all broken open and there's no marrow in any of them, then you don't have to. So therefore you can't uh, you can't really prove it one way or another from this case. It's not a Kajan Rabbi Yitzhak, it's not a proof to Rabbi Yitzhak. Amrav Yudamarav, Kalagitan Basar. What are, uh, gidin are translated usually as uh, sinews or tendons, also nerves, um, ligaments. So, collagen, all, uh, t- let's call them tendons, are considered meat. In what sense? That you have to be registered for the carbon Pesach. So let's say you got registered to eat, you know, the foreleg, and one got the hind leg, and one got this part, and this guy got the flank, and this guy got that. You can be registered to eat the tendons also, right? That's also meat. So you can be registered for that, and... Your Yotze, you know, your carbon Pesach that way, and that's that, right? That's meat. Chutz me get it, except for the, uh, the tendon in the neck. He calls that the, uh, uh, the, like the cervical ligament. It's very hard. It's like wood. Very, very hard in, the, in the, the, this uh, tendon in the neck. The neck tendon is very hard, and therefore it's not considered meat. You're not Yotze with it. And also, it wouldn't have to be burnt, right? It wouldn't have to be burnt. Why? Because it's not no sir. Meat meat means that your yotze, you can yotze the carbon pestle with it, you can be counted for it, and if it becomes no sir. If it's not meat, it doesn't become no sir. The whole issue of the bones is that you have to burn them because they serve for meat or there's meat inside. But otherwise, uh, the bones themselves are not meat. So he says, except now Tanana Misha says how Thomas forgive those Misha says these things, yes with design, they have to be burnt on the first day of Chalamoy. L'chachila, you know, it's the bones. You can't eat the bones, so they got to be burnt on the 16th. The same thing with tendons and the same thing with nosa. Now, what do you mean? How do you get, when Amisha says tendons, what do you mean you have to burn them on the 16th? You just said that the tendons are meat. So eat them. Why do you say you burn them? Like l'chachila, I tell you, oh, bones, you can't eat, can't break them, burn them on the 16th. Nosa, of course, you shouldn't have nosa, it's got to be burnt. But what do you mean, Gideon, if, if you're saying that the tendons are meat, if they're really meat, like you say, most of the tendons are considered like meat. Eat them. Why do you say you burn them on the 16th? Of course, if it became nosa. If it became nosa, it's nosa. If the tendons are meat, so eat them, Leila Seder. And, and if they become nosa, they're included in nosa. What do you mean the tendons have to be burnt on the 16th? What do you mean by the Elapshita Gedei must mean the tendon in the neck. The neck tendon, which we said is hard as a rock. Yeah, I'm a bustle, and if it's bustle, I'm to lochi by strafe. I understand when it has to be burned. Then it's, it has to be burned, and it's not included in regular nosa. The nigro nosa is meat, and this is also a kind of a meat. So if you say that the neck, if the neck um, uh, tendon or ligament is, 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 um, is meat, I would understand why you have to burn it. Eliyamet la bosser, but if you tell me that the uh, Rav Yehuda, Rav said, and this is not Rav Yehuda the Tan, it's Rav Yehuda the Amora said, kol agidin bosser chutz mi gidin tzavar, tzavar is like wood, it's hard as a rock, and uh, therefore hard as, as wood, and therefore it's not meat, so if it's not bosser, la melul srifa, what do you have to burn it for? Amr of Chisla nitzche el l'gedanasha, you're right. The gidet tzavar, according to Rav, the, ne- the neck tendon is, is like hard as a rock, hard as wood, doesn't have to be burnt. It's like uh, the hide. It's 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 not meat at all. 
Um, we're not talking about that. And regular gidin, most tendons are meat, and you can eat them. Here, the Mishra is speaking about the Gedanosha, the sciatic nerve, which is also to eat. Also to eat, right? There's two sides to every animal, right? A right and a left. And the sciatic nerve, the Yisra of Gedanosha, applies to one of them. And reason would dictate, it's probably the right one. It's probably the one on the right side. Okay. So therefore, he says like this, what's the, what's the problem? We're not really sure, is it the right one or the left one? But one of the, one of the sciatic nerves on one side is Osrdi Gedanosha. The other one's Mutrdi. But the, we don't know which one you can eat. We don't know. We know one of the sciatic, we don't eat either of the sciatic nerves, either side, right? Because we don't know which one is Osr. He says, only one of them is Osr. We don't know which one is us. If they would both be usser, then what's there to talk about? You can't eat these things. What do you mean? What do you have to for? It's, it's usser to eat lechatchila. He says, no, one of them is really mutri, but we just don't know which one. So you can't eat it. And therefore, what happens? It becomes noser. And you got to burn it on the 16th, right? You got to burn them both because we don't know which one was mutter to eat, but you couldn't eat it because maybe it's, it's get a nasha. So he, says that, so, so he says, that's what we're speaking about. When the Mishnah says, so back in our mission, we said bones, we understand bones. Bones have marrow inside, and therefore they have to be burnt. Uh, no, sir, is no, sir. Giddin refers to the sciatic nerve, the kosher one, the kosher sciatic nerve, the one on the correct side, but you don't know which one you can eat, which one you can't eat. So you have to leave it over to the 16th and you burn it. So Ella Tifshot to Sfukim wait a minute. When Rabbi Yehuda said his idea that the sciatic nerve is only on one side and we're not sure which one, he says, Das Machras, the reason would dictate, I, I'm inclined to believe that it's on the right one. Does that mean that he's sure that it's the right one or he means he's not sure? He's, I, I guess that it's the right one or he means I'm sure it's the right one. Does he mean Das Torah, Rashi says? Das Torah is that it's the right one because whenever you talk about one, you always mean the right one. Or does he mean, you know, I think it probably is the right one and I'm not sure. So must be that it's a suffix or a buddha when he says that. And it's a question in, in the Marchulan, is he sure or is he not sure? The heart from here you see that he's not sure. If he knows which one it is, if he knows it's the, the right one is a sciatic nerve that the Torah forbade. Right? So if that's the case, so eat the left one. What's the problem? Sahida Tehra, the one on the left side, Nechle, Udisur and Nishdayan, and the one on the right side, just throw it, it's garbage. You, you can't eat it. It's like, it's like tray. If you can't eat it, it doesn't have to be burnt. No, sir, is food, which is kosher, and you left it over till the next day, you gotta, you gotta burn it. But over here, so here, he, and here we're saying that you have to burn it on the 16th. Why do you have to burn it? Eat the kosher one, and the non-kosher one, throw out. Lamalei says, what do you have to burn it for? So Har, it's a proof from over here that he's not sure. When Rabbi Yehuda says that it's one of the sides, the sciatic nerves on one side, I'm not sure, and, and the das is machri, it's probably the right side. It means he's probably meaning he's not sure. No, it could very well be that he's sure, that he knows it's the right one. Here it's speaking about where they got mixed up. See, once, once the animal was, was uh, chopped up, they, they looked the same. So he couldn't tell which side it was, and they got mixed up. He says, Shukur, originally they knew. Here Rashi says an interesting thing in the third line of the wide line, the first of the wide lines in Rashi's. Rashi says, you don't have to say they originally knew, and then they got mixed up. Everybody knows which sides. Rashi says, There's no such thing as a person who doesn't know right side and left. And he says, oh, originally they knew, and then they got mixed up. Of course, originally they knew. Who can't tell them between right side and left side? Everybody knows that. In other words, it's like, if you can, if you need a rubber band on your hand to decide which way, if you're right, if you're on the, if, if that's your right hand or your left hand, you've got a problem. Most people know which is the right and the left. Anyway, the point is they got mixed up. So therefore, you can't prove, does Rabbi Yudha, is he sure that it's the right side or he's not sure? We can't prove. Rashi, I'm alone. It's to get an No. 
We're, ta- we're not talking about the get anush itself. It could very well be that he is sure, but here we're talking about the fat around the get anush. The Tanya Shamno, the, the fat, mutter, it's really mutter, Yisrael Kadoshim, but these the holy Jews, hey, we want to be machmer, and we're not sure, we don't want to have a chance of eating part of the get anush, so we're machmer on that too. So it could very well be that he knew which one it was, but the reason we burn it is because is because we're we're knowing an iser on that too, and therefore it becomes no sar. It's like it's like you know part of it could have gotten in there. It's really you could have eaten it, but you would don't eat this part, and therefore it becomes no sar. That's why you burn it over. Bechitzon. There's two parts of the sciatic nerve: the inner side by the bone and the outer side. There are really two parts to the sciatic nerve. Panemia samachletzim, the inside one that's near the bone, usser. That's the one that the Torah forbids. The chayvulav and yechayev. If you have Malchus, if you eat that, because it says you're not allowed to eat it. Chitz on the outer one, so he says, therefore, it's usher to eat, but you're not chayev for it, so therefore, we're machmer on that too. So it could be they knew which one it was, could be they knew which one it was, and what are we, so what are we talking about over here? The one that's, the one that's mutter to eat, eat, and the one that's usher dump. The answer is there's some parts that are usher to eat, even though you're not chayev, and therefore we're machmer about that, and that becomes the nosar, and that's why the mission says that you have to burn it. So, but, the, but it comes out that the, when the mission says that Gideon, you burn on the 16th, we're talking about parts, either the sciatic nerve or parts of the sciatic nerve or the fat of the sciatic nerve. That's what we're discussing over here. You don't need because it is a but it needs burning because it becomes nosar, and therefore, Minotaur, since it's mutter to eat, it's, it's food, and it becomes nosar, and you have to burn it on the 16th. The end of the mission said that if the 16th came out on Shabbos, you burn it on the 17th, right? In other words, if, if, uh, the, if the first day of Pesach was on a Friday, that means that the 16th of Nisan was on Shabbos, you burn it on the next day on Sunday, because we don't burn it on Shabbos. Why is that? The Pusik says that if you have no sar, what does it say? Lo boker. Don't leave it over. I know some men You got to burn it the next day. That's a mitzvah sase. You got to burn it. So if mitzvah sase, it should be docha mitzvah lo sase. So why do you say you don't burn it on the 16th if it came out on Shabbos? Why not? If I'm but my So several answers are offered. Amr Chizki, Vachain Tanabe Chizki, Amr Kar the Pasuk says, Lo Sasir Menuad Boker. Vaha no Sasir Menuad Boker, Baish Tisrofu. Pasuk says, Right? Pusik says, Parakid Bay's Pusik Yud, Lo Sosir Menu Aboker, don't leave it over till the next day. That's the first morning of Pesach. Vainosir Menu Aboker, and what's left over till another Boker, and then the following day, Beishu Sofu. So the Pusik is effectively telling us, yes, normally it'd say, but over here, the Pusik is effectively telling us, no, that you got to leave it over till the following day. Even though you would say, Asadachalase, but as a matter of Boker, Beishu Sofu, Shain Tamalama, why does he have to say second Ad Boker? Matamalama Boker, Leakma Boker, Shain Sofu, you got to burn it on the following day. Meaning, under certain conditions, if it came out on, if the the following, the 16th can never be Yantav, because the 15th is Yantav, of course, but the 16th could be Shabbos. So he tells you that what, there's under certain conditions, if it came out on Shabbos, you burn it on the following day, the second Boker, following the time which you could eat the carbon pesach, following Leila Seder, the second, the second morning afterwards. That's one answer. Abai Omer, a different reason. Omer Kral, the Pasuk says, Olas Shabbos B'Shabbato. What can you burn on Shabbos? Only the Olav Shabbos, things that are set for Shabbos, you got to burn on Shabbos, so that you have to offer it on Shabbos. Below Olas Chol Shabbos. You can't, like I said before, if you bring a carbon on Friday, you can't burn parts of it on Friday night. You can't bring an olav chol on Shabbos below olas chol and you can't even burn it on Yantif. Now the carbon pesach 
is an ola of chol. When do you bring a carbon pesach? Always on chol, right? Not necessarily. It could be on Shabbos, right? If it could be on Shabbos, if if erev Shabbos, if erev pesach was Shabbos, then it's an ola of Shabbos. But if it's an ola of chol, like on a regular uh, on an erev erev pesach that was not Shabbos, so you can't bring it. Ola is chol, but Shabbos ola is chol beyantem. So can so if you know if if erev Shabbos. If Erev Pesach was Shabbos, then Shabbos would not be the 16th, obviously, right? Shabbos is the 14th. But in a case where it was on the, uh, if, if Erev Pesach was on a regular weekday and, uh, the, and the second day, uh, 16th day came out on Shabbos, in other words, if Erev Shabbos, if, um, if um, the Seder, if, if the uh, Seder was on Thursday night, so the first day of, of uh, Pesach was on Friday, which, again, can't come out on our calendars, but if it did, and then the, the 16th would be on Shabbos, you wouldn't burn it on Shabbos. You wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't burn it on Shabbos because it's an, an Ola of Chol of the previous day. Of The Ola was brought on when? On Thursday. Ola's Chol, right? Ola's Chol B'Shabbos. So the, the Ola was brought, I mean, this carbon Pesach was brought on Thursday, and therefore you can't burn that on Shabbos because it says, Ola Shabbos B'Shabbat, Ola's Chol B'Shabbos, Ola's Chol B'Yantav. You can't burn it on Shabbos or on Yantav. In other words, even even on Yantif, even if let's say Thursday was Erev Pesach, and you bought your carbon Pesach, you can't burn it on Friday on on uh, Leil of Yantif uh, on Thursday night, which is Yantif. You can't burn it then either. <coughs> you can't do the you, have, you have to act as a It has to be burnt on uh, it has to be burnt on the day Erev Pesach because you, normally carbonates you can be burned you can burn the day Murim on the night afterwards but you can't not not if it was a carbon that was brought on a weekday you can't burn that on Yantif if that night was Yantif or that night was Shabbos you can't do it you can't do it so therefore even though it's an Esedocholos say you have an say of Baeshtis Rofu um, and uh, being over on the Losase of Shabbos, right? That's what we're, deal- we're dealing with over here, of burning things on Shabbos. But over here we got a special Iser of Ola Shabbos Bishabbatlis with a special Lima that you don't burn something from weekdays, you don't burn it on Shabbos or Yontav. Rabbi Amar, a different Pasuk. Pasuk says, right? When it talks about, again, that Ochel uh, Nefesh, you're allowed, on Yontav, you're allowed to do things for uh, for, for Ochel Nefesh, Hulavada, only that. Only cooking itself, but not things that could have been prepared before Yantif. The things that could have been prepared before can't do. Who will of Levado, that's what who does. Who Levado, only the absolute necessarily cook, absolutely necessary cooking can be done, but not things that could have been prepared before. Levado, Velo Milash Lobizmana. Levado teaches me that what? Special Pasuk teaches me that Milash Lobizmana is not Docha Yantif and Shabbos, right? Right? Why would you think that? What is Milash Lobizmana? Let's say a person, Rashi, gives an example of a gersh and a skyer or a cotton. For some reason, they didn't do the meal on time. Today, of course, you have many cases, for example, like a, uh, uh, the baby was yellow or whatever. Meal Shabbos Mana, we know is not Docha Shabbos How do we know that? So Rashi says, I have a Kabbalah saying that it should be Docha. Why? Because Marach Tsaraas, which is Docha Avoda. For Kohen is Tsaraas, he doesn't do the Avoda. And Avoda is Docha Shabbos, right? Because we do the Avoda on Shabbos. And still, Mila. Let's say there's saras on the on the on the child's uh, penis. You still you still do the cutting, right? So you see that even is saras, which is docha shabbos. So therefore, I would say that shabbos, which is nitcha from avoda, nitcha because avoda, should surely be nitcha even from milus shlobes mana. Kamash no, levado, only cooking you're allowed to, things like that. So in other words, but we, that's the part about the mila, but the point that we're listening is, that's the only, you can only be Michal Yantif or Michal Shabbos only for, 
uh, or in case of Yantav, Yon Michal for, for cooking, not for anything else. So therefore, we have an exclusion. You can't, you, we have special exclusion that says you're not docha, uh, that uh, the mitzvah, Beishas rope is not docha over here this uh, Shabbos. Ravashi Yomar, Shabbos and the Yantav Asehu, Oh, your whole question was that you have an assay docha. Lo say this the the assay of beishis rofu should be docha. The lo say of not what of not uh, of lo say of melachas yontif. Right? It should be it should be a docha lo say melachas yontif because we said over here it's clear it's not docha shabbos because who levadi yoslochem is only talking about yontif, right? And but uh, we understand why it's not docha shabbos, but what, why shouldn't it be docha yontif? Right, it should be docha yantif at least be docha yantif in the cases. So, so Sirman or boker. If you learn that's two bokers, that's marber yantif or shabbos. But even if you say that maybe if we are trying to say, how do you know that's not docha? The Mishnah said it's not docha yantif. Lo docha shabbos. We understand that not even docha yantif. But we see many things are docha yantif. So he says either because boker boker or because what. Or because all Shabbos Shabbat so we're not Docha Yontif either for burning this stuff, right? Not Yontif Shabbos, even even Yontif we don't. And Rabbi says because even by Yontif you're only allowed to do things which are necessary for cooking for that day, not not things that could have been done before, and not even Mil Shlobes Mana. So we have a special pasuk for that. Rabashi says, I'll tell you the problem because by Yontif it's not only it's not a los essay Docha Los Asay. Yontif is an Asay and a Los Asay. Shabbos and the Yontif is an Asay. You know, it's just Shabbos, Shabbos, and just to keep it. So it's not only the losa say of not doing melacha on yantiv, losa sakom melacha, which applies to yantiv too, except for ochel nefesh. There's also an assay of yantiv. So the mitzvah of baishas rofu is an assay going up against yantiv, which is an assay and a losa say. And even though we have a cloud of esadocha losa say, ain't esadocha losa say essay. And one essay cannot overpower a combination of an assay and a losa say. Let's just see a few lines of, the, of tomorrow's daf. Kolenechol b'shar gadol. What parts of the of the carbon pesach are considered food to be eaten? Anything that's eaten when the shore when the ox grows up, right? When it grows up and it's and b'shor got an ox that's big, yochel begdi. And of course, the carbon pesach is brought from a gdi or a kesed, not from a shore. But the parts of an of an of a grown ox which are edible, those can be eaten in a in a tender goat in a tender kid. That's the part. But the parts that become hardened and are not eat not edible when the shores uh, when the when the ox is fully grown, that's not considered meat even for the gedi. And as you can't be uh, uh, registered for that, and you're not yotz of the carbon pesach if you eat those things, right? So even though they're soft right now, but if they're going to be so hard later on in a, in, a, in a grown ox that you can't eat that stuff, then it's not considered food. But also, what is considered food? Rashi can afay him. The, the ends of the shoulder blades, the sachsuchen and cartilage, that is considered food l'chora. So the Gemara says right away, Rabba, Rami, Yesakasha. Tanan, we said, anything which is food when the animal is fully grown can be eaten by the tender young kid. But if it can't be eaten later on, it's not. But the Rasefa says, Russia can find the sachsuchen. It says over there, the, the ends of the shoulder blades and the cartilage. Those can't be eaten in a, in a lorry, they can't be eaten. So the mission seems to be sozer itself. Mission says, only what's considered food in a, in a young, uh, in a young uh, goat, something which is going to be edible in a, in a grown uh, bull, right? But otherwise not. And then he says, it includes those other things too, the Russia can find sechsuchim, the charetz astira. So Rabba says, you know what? It's really it's two two different tanoim in our Mishnah. Anything eaten in a large 
A large animal can be eaten in a in a soft in a young soft tender animal. It can't be not the Eishom. Some disagree. Some say even though those are hardened, those are also considered food in the gdi. That's how Rabba learns. Rabba says no. Mahin tani. The mission is explaining it. Anything that's eaten when you overcook it, when it's really boil over boil, if it's eaten then, even if it's hard, but you can eat it if it's overboiled, boiled, eaten in a soft and a tender gdi, but slee, even roasted, even though it's not overboiled, but if you just roast it, which you're supposed to do with the carbon pesach, you can eat that way. Umahain, what's an example of that? Russia can find sechsuchim. We're talking about the, the, uh, these, uh, the ends of the shoulder blades and the cartilage, which are very hard, but since you could overboil them in a large, Bull and eat them that way so they could be eaten when they're soft, roasted in a gdi. Tanya Kabasid Rabba proved to what Rabba said. Anything eaten in a shargadol when it's overboiled, Yochabidirach, but sleek can be eaten in a young, young soft goat or, or lamb roasted. Umahain, what's an example of that? Rasha Kanafayim Vesachsuchim. There's the ends of the shoulder blades and these cartilage. Vegidin Harachin Nidudin Kabasar. And soft tendons, like we said on, on yesterday, on, on Ahmed Bey's over here that we learned today, and the soft tendons are also considered like meat, and you could be included on that, and it's meat, and you, you could eat your yotze with it, and if it stays o- overnight, it's considered no, so it has to be burnt. So we're up to Itmar on tomorrow's daf. Tomorrow's daf will be on the, on the podcast uh, from last, from seven and a half years ago, and we got them till the 15th line on Pei Hey. If you see on Sunday's daf, We'll start Mesvei, the 15th line on Pehe. That's where we got to last time, and it's all included on the podcast. Have a good Shabbos, everybody. Stay safe, get your shots, and Chodesh Tov, Lekulam, Mishanichnas Adar, Marvin Besimcha, we should be Zochat to hear good news.